Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the next edition of Build, Grow, and Enjoy the BGE Radio Network. Check us out online at buildgrowandenjoy.com or if you want to follow us on the Twitter machine, BGE underscore radio. I didn't make the Twitter. If I would have made the Twitter, it would have been a lot, uh, little bit, a little bit different. Uh, we have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Ernest Thompson is with us. He is absolutely amazing, and uh, I am so happy that we've got him with us today. He is the author of the Book of Maps. He's also an Academy Award-winning screenwriter of On Golden Pond, and uh, he is absolutely amazing. And he joins us today here on our big program. So, Ernest, tell me a little bit about the book of maps. I think this is a phenomenal book. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Let's see. 20 years ago, I took a road trip with my son from L.A. to New Hampshire. Uh, And I didn't know that I was doing research for a novel that I would write. But I take my stories where they come. And two years ago, I was inching forward on a movie I was about to direct when uh, this little pandemic thing came along and everything closed down, as you may recall. So I don't like sitting idle. And I started writing this book called The Book of Maps. And it was um, an incredible experience because it was drawn from life, but obviously very different from my own life. And I just dug it. I dug the whole experience of writing in prose when usually I'm writing screenplays and plays. That's awesome. We have got Ernest Thompson with us today, author of the Book of Maps. He's also an Academy Award-winning screenwriter of On Golden Pond. And he joins us today talking about the Book of Maps. So this book, incredibly well-written. Take me through your writing process for this book. Well, first of all, for me, it's not the first novel I've written, but it's the first one that's being published. So if you have listeners who wonder if their books are ever going to get out there Keep the faith, because it can happen. Um, For me, writing prose is like going on vacation, because as you know, screenplays are very structured. They have to be a certain number of pages, a certain length, and the same in the theater. Most of the plays I write now are about 65 pages. The Book of Maps is closer to 500 pages, because I have all of the leeway and freedom that I want. And I just love playing with words. I love the American English, and I just love being able to put sentences together and take readers maybe to places they've never been before. Keep them laughing and keep them moved. It is Ernest Thompson. He's with us today here on our big program. He has got an incredible book, The Book of Maps. So give us a thumbnail sketch of the plot and a closer look at some of the main characters of this great book. 
It's a father and son. The boy's 10 years old. The dad's in his early 50s. And not only are they driving across the country because it's summer break for the kid, but the father has a secret he has to share with his son, and he puts it off for as long as he can. And they hit all the conventional stops along the way. They're leaving L.A., so the first stop is Yosemite. And, you know, being the guy that he is, being a little bit impetuous and not completely evolved, uh, he thinks it would be a great idea for the boy and him to cross the Merced River to have a picnic. He doesn't take into account that the river is taller than the boy. So he watches his son get swept downstream. That night at the campsite, the father foolishly takes on a giant black bear and stuff like that. Everywhere they go, he manages to find trouble just because that's the kind of guy he is. So part of the journey is not just geographical because they'll hit all the normal, obvious stops. They'll go to Great Salt Lake and Yellowstone and they'll go to Mount Rushmore and they'll stop at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's the journey of the soul and of the heart. And that's what I'm most proud of is that it's really a story of redemption and the dad has to learn to become a better one. And I think maybe we could all uh, learn something from that, but uh, uh, he's, it's, he's kind of on the line. And his soon-to-be ex-wife says, you need to prove to this boy that you are worthy of being loved. And that's kind of the overarching theme of it. We have got a great guest with us today. Ernest Thompson joins us here on our big program. So this book has been getting a lot of great reactions. Talk to me a little bit about some of the reactions it's been getting. Well, everybody who's read it um, seems to love it. Uh, when one foot not a novel, it's important to get blurbers. And uh, I've blurbed for people through the years, and it's always a thrill and an honor. And you just kind of cross your fingers and hope that what someone asks you to read is going to be blurb-worthy. Uh, in this case, I just reached out to people uh, whom I've worked with before or whose paths I've crossed. Uh, one was a singer named Carly Simon. She did a song of mine some years ago, and uh, I asked her if she would mind reading my book and if she could think of something nice to say, wouldn't it be nice if she could say it? And she did. Uh, I directed Shirley MacLaine in a movie of mine back in the 90s called The West Side Waltz. Same deal. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a riot uh, asking people to do something because it's kind of an imposition. And yet, in the case of both those women, they just fell in love with the story, uh, and I, which, I, which pleases me. Uh, I have four women blurbing, uh, and I've had lots of other women read it now, and now lots and lots and lots of women are reading it. But it's always a little nervous-making because I am a guy, as you probably can tell, and I write from a man's point of view. Uh, and as I said, the character of Brendan, who is the father in the piece, He's got some growing up to do, and I'm pleased that women sort of are drawn to this notion of a man redeeming himself. We have got a great guest with us today. Ernest Thompson joins us here in our broadcast. So give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book. Excellent question. Um, first of all, when we first screened On Golden Pond many years ago, Buck Henry was in the audience, and the director said, hey, Buck, what do you think? Is, is, is anybody going to want to watch this movie? And Buck said, only people who have had fathers. So the answer to your question about the Book of Maps is only people who've had fathers and who have sons and who maybe want to do better and want to maybe try to improve their connections and their relationships and build trust 
I'm a boomer. Uh, I was born in 1949. There are lots of boomer references in this. So I think my contemporaries are going to respond to this like crazy. Uh, there are lots of 50s television references and games and toys that came along, mostly because I go back into the past a little bit and I explain where my character of Brendan Tibbet came from. That said, um, I think anyone over the age of, say, 13 is going to be able to find something to love in this book. Younger people might, too, but they probably shouldn't be reading it because there's a little bit of language and a little bit of implication. But uh, I, don't, I don't think it's restricted to any, any readership. I just think if people want to go on a journey, and it, I write the kind of things I want to watch, want to hear, and want to see, and want to read. So this is a book that I want to read. And... If people want to curl up uh, and have the complete immersive novel experience, I think this is a good book for them because they get to laugh their asses off. They get to be deeply moved. They get to be put into perilous situations where they're thinking, are these guys going to get out of this or not? And they get to cheer for the dad and for the boy, too, hoping that they'll get it together and that this will have a happy ending. And I I just want to say um, parenthetically that, I have this silly little thing that I, I, if a project that I am asked to be involved with, whether I've written it or I'm acting in it or directing it, if it doesn't have the three H's, I'm not interested. In, and those are humor, heart, and hope. And this has all three uh, in spades. And one gets to the end of the story and thinks, okay, these guys are going to be okay. And that was true with On Golden Pond. If your listeners have seen the movie or the play, um, <clears throat> near the end, the old man has a heart uh, issue, and you think, oh, no, he's going to die. He's going to die right in front of us. But I don't let that happen because I, want, I wanted 40 years ago for audiences to walk out of the theater and for moviegoers to have a sense at the end that there's hope because then it becomes universal. And when we see characters go through plight and co- controversy and we worry for them and, and we ache for them, it's such a relief to think, yes, Yes, because then we can relate to that and we can think, okay, these guys made it. We can make it, too. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Ernest Thompson is with us. He's the author of the Book of Maps. He's also an Academy Award-winning screenwriter of On Golden Pond. And he joins us today talking about the Book of Maps. So what inspired you to put this story together? Well, that's always a good question, and I'm not sure I always know the answer. And people have been asking me for 44 years now, how did the young man know so much about old people and writing on Golden Pond? And I don't know anything. People don't seem to ask me that question anymore. But um, I am just an observer of life. And when my son and I took the trip, we saw characters everywhere, as everyone does. And the Book of Maps is sort of a combination of um, the Odyssey uh, and The Wizard of Oz in that they have challenges that they meet, the father and son, and they rise to every challenge. But some of the characters who cross their paths are um, scary, some are ridiculous, some are hilarious. And when I thought back on my own life adventure, those were characters that I wanted to tap and, and transmogrify into the characters who are in the book. So a lot of it is hijinks and, and great fun, and they run into people uh, who maybe have something to teach them, even though it's not a tutorial. And I just love that life opens those possibilities for all of us who are open to them. 
We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us here on the telephone talking a little bit about the Book of Maps. It's Ernest Thompson, and he joins us today here on our big broadcast. So who who do you envision to be the potential readers for this book? I think everybody. I think it's just uh, one of those books. And I and I, <clears throat> if you had asked me 44 years ago who's going to watch on Golden Pond, I would have said, I don't know, I hope somebody, <laughs> I hope somebody will. I hope somebody, that's awesome. And... That's fantastic. I'm sorry? No, I said I think that's fantastic. I think that's great. Yeah, and I just love that the, there's something for everybody. And, you know, the boy's 10 years old, and, and they stop in Blue Earth, Minnesota, which has got to be the most exotic name of any town I've ever heard of, and I don't know if you know this, but that's where the statue of the Jolly Green Giant is, so how could people not stop there? But in that moment, and it turns out to be a significant moment in the book, and it's very um, upsetting for a while, and it's scary, and and it's a bonding moment for the father and son. But um, the kid wanders into a camporee for this group that I so kindly made up for Blue Earth, and it's called the Blue Earthlings, and it's a girls' group, and they're all having a camp uh, camp out, and. Uh, and the boy is sent out to get kindling for the fire at the campground, and he stumbles upon 76 girls, and he comes back in a panic because he's 10. And it's the first time girls have really looked at him, and it's a life-changing moment. The father and son, um, the deal is from the very beginning, the, father, the, the boy wanted to have a DVD player so he could watch movies all the way across the country because he just thought it was going to be boring to be holed up with his dad for 15 days in a vehicle. And the father said, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, what we're going to do is look out the window. But the compromise was to listen to books on tape. So they've listened to The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and to Huckleberry Finn. And that's just eye-opening for the kid, to listen to great literature from 120 years before their journey started. And in Tom Sawyer, he has the same experience, slightly older than the character of Brenlin in the book. But when Becky Thatcher flutters her eyelashes at him, then he thinks, oh, okay, didn't realize that was part of life. And that's what happens to the little boy in this book, too. So um, everyone's gone through it. Everybody's passed through um, adolescence. Uh, I think those readers will think, oh, yeah, okay, I get that. That's, that's me. Um, a lot of us have been dads. Uh, a lot of us have screwed up as dads and maybe wish we could have been better ones. So my hope is that readers not only will love it and read it, but think, mm, well, how can I apply this to my own life? And I was talking to somebody the other day who said, uh, you may be starting a, a, a movement where fathers will think, okay, enough Harry Chapin, Cats in the Cradle, I've got to stop whatever I'm doing and take my kid on a road trip. And if that happens, then I'll be thrilled. That's awesome. It is a great guest with us today. Uh, Ernest Thompson is with us. He's the author of the book of Maps. He's also an Academy Award-winning screenwriter of On Golden Pond. And he joins us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. So do you have a specific writing style that you applied to this book? Good question. Um, I think writing prose enables a writer to be a little bit more poetic uh, than a screenplay or a play. And um, I'll, when I sit down to write a story, I'm not always sure what form it's going to take. But this just cried out for embellishment because they cover 16 states in 15 days. That would be um, 
almost impossible to adapt into a two-hour movie, although I hope I have that conversation sooner than later, and the answer will be, yeah, let's do a streamer, because I'd love to do a six- or eight-episode uh, miniseries. But uh, what I love with writing prose is that one can get into the heads of the characters more, and it was kind of a reverse thing for me, because when I wrote the play of On Golden Pond, in a play, everything exists in dialogue. That's the only way audiences can get information, other than the set that the actors are in, the clothes that they're wearing, and whatever it says in the program. In a film, I was quick to learn, you can zero in a close-up of Henry Fonda's eyes, or Jane Fonda, or Robert Downey Jr. in my movie 1969, or many of the other movies that I've had the pleasure and honor of working on, and you can learn so much that way. But with prose and writing a book, you can just go so deep into and get so much into the description of your characters. The only requirement, as far as I can see, and I'm a great reader as well, is you want the pages to keep getting turned. And then you can go off on little uh, side trips. You can... You can um, surprise the reader. You can take the reader to places that maybe the person didn't see coming, and I just love that about writing a book. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So before we let you go, my friend, how do we get in touch with you online and buy the book? Uh, Anybody can go to thebookofmaps.com, thebookofmaps.com, and it's, it came out two days ago, so anybody can buy it now. If your local corner bookstore doesn't have it, um, ask them to order it for you. Anybody can order it online, Amazon or Bookthrift, or uh, there's a great one that, that's, um, that features uh, independent books, and that's uh, bookshop.org, and I encourage people to go there because it supports uh, independent booksellers. Uh, Walmart.com, uh, it's everywhere, and I'm thrilled now that uh, people are going to find it and, and read it. And if people want to get back to me, uh, they can write to me at thebookofmaps.com. Uh, and also, I'm very intrigued to think about book clubs uh, plugging into this book. And I was encouraged to uh, write uh, basic 20 questions for book clubs and choose a few. And uh, and I've done that, and I and I and I have encouraged people who have book clubs to check me out. I'll zoom in and we'll have a chat about the book. I can't stay for dinner, but I'd be happy to drop by for a drink <laughs> and uh, on Zoom. And uh, I just uh, it's, I feel honored that now people are picking up the book and going on that ride with me. Well, it is a fantastic book. Thanks for writing it. Uh, it's the Book of Maps. And uh, Ernest, thanks for making time for us today, my friend. And uh, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. You do the same. It's a pleasure hanging with you. Appreciate it, brother. There he goes, the fantastic Ernest Cunningham here on our big program. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.